Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is excuse me, Thursday, Friday. Today is Thursday, so get up, get the moving. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice in it and be glad. So thank God that you woke up to see another day. Just start your morning saying thank you God this is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice me glad in it thank you Lord for letting me be able to see do things when I say hear touch you know whatever whatever it is to get you up and moving let's thank God because today God woke us up this morning and this is the day that the Lord has made we'll rejoice in it and be glad so today we're still doing this fasting from wrong thinking today we're at Day nine, and it states, I feel like a victim. How many of y'all have felt like a victim? Like, I just feel like a victim no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter what I, you know, whatever. You always have this victim mentality. So, today we're going to change that. Today we are fasting from the thought that say, I feel like a victim. Victor Frankie survived the Nazareth Depth Camp at ooh, at Secuse by defining ultimate freedom as the ability to choose one attitude in any given set of circumstances. The worst prison in the world is the one we put ourselves in. Our mind. I'm gonna repeat that. The worst prison in the world is the one we put ourselves in our mind. So let's change that today. We're we not going to say we feel like a victim. We're going to change that today. Let's change it. Number one, no one can keep you in certain situations except you. <laughs> no one can keep you in a certain situation except you. So if you're trying to get out of a situation, you see everybody, you like, wait a minute. Only way you're going to get out of this situation, only way you get out of this situation, you have to make something happen. And the Bible, like, oh, I'm so sick of this. Why do everybody feel like they doing this? No, it's time for you to wait, wait. Let me wake up. Let me get up. Let me do what I got to do. And stuff like that. So, we have to do that. We must begin today to accept total responsibility to become victors, not victims. We are more than a conqueror than a victor. 
though we are more than a conqueror. So stop saying like, po-po me. No, po-po, come on, let's get up. Let's do what we got to do. Today, we're going to declare victory over our lives. We are no more longer a victim. They say you are more than a you are more than a conqueror, more than a victor. Number two, people who have people may have said something to do with how you get in that situation. People may have something to do with how you got in a situation. Meaning, like people may have told you, "Girl, do this. I did it, and you got yourself in a situation." Or, "Girl, I did it. I did this, and you can do it too. But I can do it, and I ain't get caught. I can no." No, don't, don't, don't do that. But only you can decide whether you stay in that situation. Only you can decide whether you stay in that situation. Maybe somebody told you, I'm going to give you a prime example. Maybe somebody told okay, you said people may have something to do with how you got in the situation. Okay. But only you can decide whether you stay in that situation. Maybe somebody told you, oh, girl, I don't know. I don't know. Um, why? Why you leave him, girl? He was so good to you. You have to go back to him, tell him you sorry. You know, that man might be abusive. And But your friend said, girl, go back to him. Girl, he, you know, he probably just messed up. He didn't mean to hit you, girl. You know. No. Don't, don't you do that. Don't put yourself in that situation. If you, you left him for a reason, you decide whether you stay in the situation. So if you left him, don't you go back. For whatever reason, you know, you know how people, oh girl, you can't make it with them, you and your kids, or, or you be like, or they be like, girl, go back to him, you can fix him up, girl, please fix who up, you fix him up, Jesus not put him on this plane to fix no man up, no, you do that, that ain't, that ain't my responsibility, no, so, I'm gonna tell y'all about how you get yourself in this situation, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a story. The victim mentality ends when he take <laughs> the victim mentality ends when we take full responsibility for our attitude and direction in life. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 15, verse 15 and 19 says, See, I have set before you life to set before you this day life and prosperity, prosperity and death and adversity. So choose life and both you and your descendant might live. Victorious, abundant, God kind of life. So God set the day before us. He said before us, He said before us, life and prosperity, death and adversity. So He said before us, it's up to us if we choose life. It's up to us if we choose to go this way. God said, I'm making a path for you to go this way. But some, you know, some of us, we just, God, I don't know what He's talking about. I'm going to go this way because Jesus don't know, you know, I'm going to go this way. So I'm going to, this way I'm going to go. So, no, you better choose life. Just think about if you had to just just think about. I want y'all to just sit back and, and somebody had told you something, and um, and you listen to them and you go back. Take for instance for that. Say if you go back, because God said, okay, I'm gonna put you here. But you know you got your family over here telling you, oh, girl, it's too hard. I'm gonna tell you a story right now. When I when I moved out here, when I came to Houston, when I backed it up, when I had lost my place in Longview, nobody helped me to move my stuff. Nobody. When I say nobody, nobody. I know I asked people, nobody. Nobody stepped in. Nobody did nothing. So me and my three kids packed up a three-bedroom apartment in a U-Haul. And I drove the U-Haul 
packed it up, loaded up, moved everything to the storage, came back. I think we did probably maybe like two, maybe three or four trips. I can't remember. We had so much stuff. Packed it up. Okay. So then I came out here. And then, you know, came out here, found a job. Boom. Found another job. Got my own apartment in 2016. Who's that? 16, yeah. 16. Did that. Okay. Did that. Stayed there. Got kids that. No, that. Because we had this tax day flip. That's my apartment. Boom. I had to go stay in a hotel, a, a, a Stanley State hotel, for three and a half years. So, you know, nobody really knew what I was going through, but, you know. And then I got this call from one of my sisters. Felicia, you know, you don't put to stay in that hotel. CPS can come pick you your kids up. Or pick your, take your kids from you because you stay in the hotel. Hmm. Okay. I said, how they going to come pick somebody up? Take somebody's kids because I'm staying in the hotel. Really, that, that, that's the case. There should be a whole lot of kids in CPS custody, but I didn't say nothing. And she said, Felicia, he's just so hard because when I was there, I couldn't make it. I couldn't do this. There's no job. Then blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know what? Maybe this ain't for me because I'm staying in the hotel. Like, maybe this ain't for me to do. Maybe this not for me, you know, because I had got this attitude. Like, you know what? I'm done. You know, I'm so tired of this just struggling. I'm just tired of to the point where oh, I just don't know what to do. I was just like, you know what? And I had that victim mentality. <laughs> well, you know what? Me. Why did this have to happen to me? Why did I got to stay at the hotel? Why do I got to go through this? Why do I, you know, all this stuff. Why, why, why? And then so one of one of my kids is in the car talking. I said, I think yeah, if y'all wanna go back, though, no, just so I ask. Cause if they say go they go, we can go back, then I'd be like, okay. It was y'all can say you know, we can go back. It was like no, because by this time they had made friends, you know, they didn't got comfortable and they was okay with change. It was me because I was like, Jesus, I cannot believe we are staying in a hotel. But then and then one of my kids said, Mom, if you go back it turned to a pillow salt and I'm going to die. I said, don't say that. So I was like, you know what? So I was like, you know what? Maybe he's right about something. Maybe if I just shut up and change my way of thinking, change my attitude, it'd be okay. So I said, okay, I'm going to do pros and cons. Houston, jobs. Yeah, we got a job. Uh, have a car. I have a car that time. Yeah, I have a car. Uh, we have somewhere to stay. It may not be where we want to stay, but we have somewhere to stay. If I go back, I got to find somewhere to stay. got to find a job. got to find a car. And who going to help me with those things? Even though these, even though family was telling me, oh, please, you can't do it there. You can't make it there. And sometimes, like, so, it's just 2021, and I'm still here. And I'm just, I just want to tell you that people will tell you stuff so that... So that, so that way you don't make it. Cause this imagine, this imagine if I had just left, but God put God put me here. He left me, brought me from wherever, brought me from Longview, and put me here. If I would have just listened to somebody, I would have missed out on the life, the prosperity. You know, the victim, like the victim abundance of God kind of life. Yes. Yes, I go through things. 
Yes, I deal with it. But I'll be a son of a gun. If I can just look at something like, wow, who would have thought I would still be here in this 2021? If I would have just listened and just gave up, be like, I'm okay, we're going to play the victim mentality. If I had went back, just imagine what I would be doing now. Imagine what my kids would be doing now. Or just, they would have missed out on so much here. You know, I got a kid that's sick a lot. This man, I had to go back and forth to, you know, to um to Dallas or wherever. No, I'm right here in Houston, the medical center. They have children doctors. They they have whatever my kids want to do. They have it right here. So I was like, no, I'm gonna stay here. And boom, look what God has done. <laughs> Number four. I just want to tell you a little snippet. Number four, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Full responsibility does not mean that you are you are in it alone. God is on your side, and He will help us. It is a na- it is natural to look for help, but let God but let it get but right, but let's get it from God. John sixteen say the Holy Spirit is our help. Will you when you have His help, you do not ha- you do not need to blame anyone for anything. We blame when he feel helpless. We are not. We blame when, when we feel helpless, but we are not. So, ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you, and the Holy Spirit will help you. It's, you know, God is on our side. I'll tell y'all, I'll tell y'all this. Also. God said he'll never leave us, no forsaken. He is our ever-present help. He is our ever-present help. Um, Yesterday, I was on my way to work, and I was just praying in the Holy Spirit, and I had called this other lady because I wanted this other lady to come and agree with me about something, and she tried to pray. <laughs> she tried to pray, like, like I'm talking right now, talking, that Holy Spirit took over. I was like, oh, she couldn't say not one single word, but she just prayed the Holy Spirit the whole entire time, so I had... I just started praying the Holy Spirit because I was asking God for something, praying about something, and then I just said, God, can I just come in agreement? Just, I just need somebody to come in agreement. And I called her, and I just, I, this lady, she don't ask for nothing. She don't like, don't go into details. I just told her what was really going on, and she said, okay. And she just got the praying. Those are the type of people you need. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will bring people into your life to help you. And then I was like, and then she's like, she said, I haven't did that in a long time. So I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, because she, you know, she prayed in the spirit, but she said she never, she haven't had that, the Holy Spirit take over in a long time. So, you know, he's your help, he's your ever present help. Now, if I understand the root problem of responsibility, it's respond. We may not be able to control everything that others do to us, but we can control our response. And our response lies, our freedom and our growth. You know how. Yes, you need to learn how to control yourself. You know how people just say stuff to you and be like, and you're like, Lord, you know how you just want to say something, but you can't say nothing? Because, you know, that's not the Christian way. So we, we may not be able to control what people do to us. We might, not, we might not be able to control what people say about us, do to us, mistreat us, whatever. But we can't control, but we can't control our response. Okay, mother, just go pray for them. Okay. Ooh, just walk away sometimes. I know it's hard. Sometimes you gotta walk away, be like, Lord, if I can just no, you're not gonna do that. So 
no lord nothing so just walk away from the situation and you'll see like oh thank you you know say for instance you somewhere in the store you happen to see your ex or whatever you probably get all mad girl that man is not what he done moved on or whatever and you still holding on to something please let it go um number six do not give away your power i just talk about that we give our power to lives and victory. We give away our power in the lives. To, wait, we give our power. We give away our power to live in victory, health, and success. When we allow others to determine how we respond, we have the power to forgive, the power to overcome, and the power to overcome everything. When we blame others, we give away that power to them. I mean, like you can say, "Oh, you did this to me," so every time this person comes around, you just got to add to like, mm, "I ain't got time to talk to," mm, you know, all that type of stuff. No, you can't. You can't do that. So we have to be like, okay, let me. She come like, hi, girl. You know, it's, um, you have to be able to just like see people like, girl, please. And you have to be. You just can't give. You can't give people your power. You cannot. I mean, people are moving on in their life, and you over here looking all cuckoo for cocoa puff because you is upset. Because what they did to you, what they said to me, I can't be around that person. I, I, I don't, I can't even deal with that person or whatever. Girl, please don't, that, don't get nobody your power. Whatever you do, do not get nobody your power. I remember <laughs> I used to do this with <laughs> my uncle that I could not stand him, but I don't care. I don't care two pennies now. I was like, what the devil? I remember, um. I remember something happened between him and one of my family members. And I was like, oh, I just, until this day, I forgive them, but I just know, like, I don't give that, I don't give that person, them, that much power. Like, if I was to, I could probably sit in the same room and wouldn't even give a flying fluke. Why? Because I don't care. You know, like, please, that's growth. And that's freedom because I don't have time for that. So, you know, don't get about that much power. Number seven, take charge of what God has given you. The master said to his servant who hid, who hid his talent, why don't you, why didn't you at least invest my money so I can receive, so I can have received interest? Matthew chapter 25, 24 through 27. He blamed the master and it accused him as a result he fell to temptation of resent and fear he lost everything because he had a victim mentality if god gave you a talent use that talent whatever god gave you it said take charge of what god has given you whatever it may be don't let it go to waste if god gave you a talent to help people or to be like me creative because i can create things or and i like to help people this is my passion to like get on this podcast and just talk take charge of what god give you whatever he give you don't be like mm, i ain't doing it because today i woke up kind of late be honest i woke up kind of late and i was like i'm not gonna do no. i said no i'm gonna do this podcast it's okay i'm gonna do it but you have to just don't Falling temptation of resenting fear. Like, I ain't gonna, I got, I got to get myself ready for work. But I say, no, do this podcast. Because somebody out here needs this podcast. Somebody be waiting for me to do a podcast. So I say, I'm gonna keep doing it. So you just have to take charge over different stuff. And I said, I'm gonna tell y'all about something about 
Mm. It was something. Oh, how to get to no? You decide. People may have something to do with you, but how you how you got in a situation, how you got in a situation, but only you decide whether you stay in the situation. Okay, let me tell you about my situation. Me and my okay, me and my kids. That one day I can't remember. It was, I think it was maybe cold, when raining. One day, one night. So he came on one day, and I just said, because he he be lying. So I just said one. I just think I had the urge in the boat and just say something. So one day, um, he's like, he's packing clothes. I was like, he said, I got to go out to him. And I said something fly. I don't know if I remember what I said, but I said something fly. You know I mean? Because I really don't respond to him. I really don't be fly. But that day, that night, I remember my kids still up. And I I said something fly. And he drugged me. Like, he beat me and drugged me. And my kids saw it. So he called one of my sisters, the one he slept with and put it that way when he slept with um told her you better come call me all kind of b words and all this type of stuff and i was screaming and stuff so i was like he beat me in front of my kids so the cops came or whatever and then i was like i'm not leaving because i got kids i'm not leaving them freaking rain and cold no so he left and then i was like okay so in my mouth like there's something i dreaded that I never wanted to see my kids, me and my, my, my kids to see that. So I was like, I got to get out of this situation. And I kept praying, praying, like, God, if I give you this, give me out of this situation, I'd never go back. And that's what I told him. If you just get me out of this situation, i never go back. So one day, I told my coworkers what had happened or something. They're like, but you got to leave. Just <laughs> like that. They're like, I know. They were like, you gonna stay? I was like, I don't know what to do because I'm out here, you know. And the only, only thing I told my, they might have knew, but I don't tell them stuff because, you know, I didn't really tell my sister because it's just like, what they gonna do? Nothing. I believe she's, you know, whatever. So I didn't say nothing to them. So I was like, so my couple was like, okay, please, we, this is what we're gonna do. So I was on, at work one day, she said, and I didn't even have, did I have a car? I'm trying to remember. I don't think I did. I don't think I, I might have did. Or I don't can't remember. I might have had a call. I might not. I don't remember. But one of my friends, one of these co workers, uh, took me to these apartments. I said, I can't get no apartment. Shoot. My credit all tore up because of him. They was like, no, don't worry about this. We got this. So I was like, okay. So I went there and she told me about, you know, about the apartment or whatever. I think I did have a car or whatever. I was like, okay, I'll take it. So I did my application, did what I had to do. They gave me the money. Co-workers gave me the money for my deposit and my application fee. So I had called them. So it was like, hold on. And then I was like, she ain't called me. So she said, oh, yeah, you you know, you got to pull. I was like, thank you, Jesus. So a Friday, I remember he took my car to Houston because he had to go to come here for child support. So I was like, did he take my car? No. I told him no. He didn't take it. I told him no. You're not taking my car. Because I had used one paycheck and this to go get me and my kids car because he wouldn't let me use a vehicle. You know? Wouldn't even let me use a vehicle, honey. So I was like, so that, that Friday he left, I packed me and my kids. I didn't ever tell him I was moving or nothing. Because that that next uh, that day before I decided I was gonna leave him, the constable came to the house and said we was getting evicted. And we had to be out by the weekend. That's what he said. I was like, perfect. 
And he was like, I talk to many people, but I'm working and he working. I'm giving him, so what you doing with this money? But I didn't say nothing. I kept my mouth closed. So he left. Friday, out Friday, I moved in one day. Because I worked Friday and I was off that weekend. So that Saturday, I packed my stuff up. I, I left him with his stuff. I left him with the food, some food. I left him with the bed. And that was it. And his clothes. And I packed up and I left. Nobody knew who I was. And they was like, please, he come over there. You call my number. I'm coming. Blah, blah, blah. They was like, oh. So I was like, okay. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew where I stayed at. Nothing like that. But somehow, he found out where I stayed. And he tried to have somebody to break in on us and all type of stuff. But because he was like, telling my, telling my sister that I was stupid. She'll be back. This is 2021. Is it 2021? Yeah, 2021. I ain't back yet. So, you can get yourself out of the situation, but it's up to you. I just want to tell you, it's up to you. I got tired of the situation. I got tired of him cheating. I got tired of him beating on me. This being abusive, all this stuff. So, I was like, okay, because I had seen a difference in my kids. My kids want to talk to people. They was like very sheltered. They wasn't really themselves. But then when I got out of the situation, when I got out and just Oh, anybody gonna want you because you got three kids? Boo boo. I don't know if you know. But it was just that I had to be like, okay, let me stop. Yes, you can feel like you. I was scared because I said, this nigga might kill me and my kid. But it's 2021, and I thank God that I got myself out of this situation. No longer was I a victim. I became a victor because I left my abuser. So I just want to tell y'all, you. No matter, yes, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy when you abuse. I'm not saying it's easy to get at this because you're scared. Because I was scared, like this nigga gonna kill us. But I did it, and I asked God to help me. I said, God, if you get me out of this situation, I never go back. I said that if you get me out, I never go back, and I meant that when I said, I meant. So I just want to tell y'all that. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing, awesome Thursday. And just know you are not a victim. You are a victor. You are more than a conqueror. And God is with you. And you have the Holy Spirit to help you. So until next time, y'all have a blessed and amazing Thursday.